Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. I am delighted to be here among such an illustrious group of researchers and development specialists. Thanks to IFRI uh, for inviting me, but I wonder why I was invited, because I'm not by any stretch of imagination an expert in the field. But of course, ASSET, the African Center for Economic Transformation, has been undertaking some analytical work in this area, which I've been associated with. But more importantly, being a Ghanaian and having been permanently and continuously resident in Ghana over the last 11 years, um, I have been witness to at least two regime changes and also having been active in the local development discourse. Perhaps I can offer some on the ground perspective on the topic. First, uh, let me commend the authors for a well-researched book, Sound Analyt uh, Technical Analytics, and Very Well-Grounded Political Economy, Review of the Ghanaian Development Landscape. The combination of technical rigor and political economy analysis anchored in deep historical underpinnings is a must-read for policymakers and stakeholders eager to ground policies and strategies in sound evidence. The book provides very useful insights on Ghana's agricultural landscape, derived from case studies, surveys, censuses, and also very comprehensive literature review. The authors display a good mastery of the Ghanaian agricultural landscape. Overall, the book highlights the Ghanaian experience, which is reflective of the African-wide struggle for agricultural transformation. It offers pathways for transformation and contextualizes the viability of those options, given political economy constraints, past investment decisions, and broader global environment in which Ghana must operate. The book has many strengths, and, it is, and its careful attention to targeting agriculture for economic transformation is a critical piece in advancing Ghana's economic transformation. My comments would cover three broad areas. First are the key evidence-based technical insights which the book provides. The second is the underpinning political economy. And thirdly, I would offer some complementary reflections on the work that ASSET is doing. Uh, so what are the key technical insights that I draw from the book? One, I think, as has already been said, agriculture is transforming, but at a very low equilibrium. Policy fundamentals has driven modest and relative stable growth of the sector since the early 90s after the launch of the Structural Adjustment Program. But structural transformation of the type that drove Asia's green revolution, uptakes in hybrid seeds, fertilizers, investment in fiscal assets, leading to faster growth in both land and labor productivity, has eluded Ghana, as the book correctly said. Nevertheless, farmers in Ghana have been able to increase income without the Green Revolution. And this has been achieved through the kinds of things, increasing land area under cultivation, shifting to tubers, and adapting labor-saving approaches, and so on. But this approach reflects clear, rational decision by farmers. They take the most rational and feasible solutions first and fast, and they have been able to increase their incomes. Labor productivity seems to have taking precedence over productive, uh, land productivity and yield. The structural transformation, as was rightly um, mentioned by Sasha, um, here it's, it's, it has been an abysmal failure. It's a big elephant in the room. 
With the exception of a few African countries, very little progress has been made in structural change. The two strategies highlighted the book carefully thought out framework. Um, in our uh, flagship report of 2014, uh, the African Center for Economic Transformation made a fundamental assertion that Africa is growing quite rapidly but transforming slowly. Trans structural transformation that is increasing between sector productivity is much more difficult process and it requires greater fa facilitative role of the state particularly higher public investment and, um, and in, in the key drivers of change. Now, the, one of the key things that uh, at least I drew from this um, study or the book is that um, medium-sized farming and urbanization is growing fast. The medium-sized farmers are growing almost 50% now. And urbanization is growing more than 50%, but not industrializing. These two developments are changing the agricultural landscape rapidly. Now there are more consumers, um, and, and soon more land would be on the medium scale and light farming, making commercial farming more, becoming the more dominant farming. And the more and more smallholder farmers are getting bigger income share from non-farm activities, but largely non-tradables. Yet the rhetoric and policies about farming rotates around Small, smaller household farmers and, have been, um, and, and how to move them from subsistence commercial agriculture. So I think there has to be a change in the, in the there has to be a shift in the paradigm and the focus on commercial medium size to large family is going to be one of the key issues. On the political analysis, I think the book does an excellent work you know, in bringing about the key challenges, but it could have woven more the, to, of the underlying extractive nature of the political, of, of the structural policies into various chapters to bring into sharper, sharper relief the challenges and explaining why the structural policies, both in terms of strategy and implementation, have failed. Uh, the example of the mechanization, AMSEC, is, is quite uh, poignant, and I think that area needs to be looked at. And the presidential um, uh, special initiative, as was mentioned, also is an area. Of course, at the time, the president thought this was a first mover advantage strategy, which basically the, the, the book recommends. But again, these are not in the non-tradables. But the challenge is while these are non-traditional exports, they could still be easily captured by the vested interest. The same way donor projects spawn new activities. You show the tractors, you know, the, 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 the motorbikes funded by donors in the same areas where the government is really pushing populist strategies. So the donors also fall victim to this kind of thing. Now, let me give a, just a brief reflection on so, some of the areas that I, I mean, we have done work in, which corroborates the, the work that uh, this book um, has, has, has uh, I mean, presented. For example, the argument is that um, there is a silent revolution in agri-food system, similar to that in East, Asia, um, East Africa, in reference to urbanization and emerging ready-made food sector. Our study shows that in Ghana, this silent revolution is far more extensive and has been going on for a long time. And farmers and entrepreneurs have long I mean, responded to growing demand for ready to eat food in Ghana. And the Gary industry, which is largely driven by women food processors, is one of the key areas that you can look at. I think the other area which seems to be a little bit weak on the study is the gender dimension, which is not adequately treated in the book. 
the importance of SMEs is recognized to upgrade in value chains. However, these SMEs are basically male-owned, and as much as they are formalizing sectors, they are also di displacing female businesses. The other area is in equipment manufacturing. In supporting and upgrading SMEs has also been given a little bit attention. Meeting demands for processing food as a result of urbanization and shifting diets will require machines and equipment. And indeed, the success looks like my time is almost up. I would like to mention just about two more. The business model innovation would basically could help also to address the fake you know, uh, type of I mean, inputs that, that are currently very rampant in the country it needs to be looked at. And encouraging business franchises models are going to be one of the areas to incentivize them and to, and to self-regulate, which would also reduce that whole issue of fake I mean, um, inputs. I would, I would stop here, and during the, this thing, I can, I can take some questions. Thank you.